Welcome to Top Advisor Marketing, where you will learn how to become a prolific online influencer, attract more ideal clients, and grow your practice. Brought to you by Top Advisor Podcasting, a done-for-you podcasting solution built just for trusted advisors. And now, your co-hosts of Top Advisor Marketing, Kirk Lowe and Matt Halloran. Hello and welcome to another Top Advisor Marketing Podcast. Today we're going to go from bad to good to great marketing. And I'm going to set this up by saying, if I get one more LinkedIn connection request that tries to sell me in the first freaking message, I'm going to pull what hair I have left out of my head. It's just crappy marketing. And please, please stop expecting a great outcome from bad marketing and really jumping in without ever dating. We've talked about that many, many times. Bad yeah. marketing isn't even marketing. It's worse because it's going to not only suck the life out of you, but it's going to suck the life out of your business. And Kirk is going to walk us through so many different aspects of how you go from good to absolutely fantastic marketing in a very short podcast today that this is going to be packed with value. So Kirk, we're going to start with the negative here, which is what bad marketing looks like. And then I want you to walk us through how to go from bad to great. So easy to dive into the negative stuff. Well, it's because we see it so much, dude, right? I mean, I uh, yeah. I, so. I was telling, I was explaining this to one of our team members. They said, how Matt and I think is we start from frustration, a lot of our, our thought leadership. And I don't know that that's the same for everybody, but that's usually where, you know, what, what's, what's not right? How do we fix this? You know, how do we educate? And that's usually where it starts from. Uh, I don't know what everybody else like, but that's like for us. So this is a very easy list to create. So why don't we alternate, actually, have some fun with this? Because, you know, we always have slightly different perspectives. Let's just alternate. You cool? Cool. So I'll start. So what does bad marketing look like? We're just going to rhyme these things out. No clear audience. If you don't have a clear identified audience, your marketing's not in a good place. Uh, so the next one is no clear benefits. Like you're not really providing them with any sort of benefit to uh, connecting with you. Yeah, another way to say that would be really, it's all about you and not about them. So make sure they understand that. Three, no empathy for what ideal your ideal audience are going through. So if you can't appreciate and paraphrase or reflect on that so they understand you care and you really understand them, that's bad marketing. The next one is that you don't have a clear story, that nobody really knows who you are or what you do. Having an inconsistent message. So if you have a story, but it kind of changes or, or morphs, that's bad too. That's a major problem to get past. Fits and starts. We see this so much that somebody will start something from a marketing perspective and they won't keep it up so that it's very, very inconsistent in its execution. That's a poignant one because when we get to the end of this and you realize the difference between good and great, that's a really important one mm -hmm, to remember. Mm -hmm. So the next one is no clear marketing mindset or defined strategy. It's just tactics after tactics, no purpose, no alignment, no strategy. Which really leads us to changing tactics, right? Without any reason to change the tactics. It's like, ah, I'm bored with this. I'm going to go chase this other shiny object. God, we yeah, see or that. thinking we see that this, this isn't working. I'm on to the next thing before right. it had a chance to work. Yeah. I might have just stolen one of our points, but sorry. <laughs> That's all right. Keep going. Okay, the next one. 
Bad marketing is when you focus on selling versus educating or building credibility. And there is really a sales opportunity here. It's just not immediately. You have to build that relationship before you're going to try to close the business. And the next one really goes along with that too, which is focuses on converting leads, which is that short pop, that immediate today, rather than building long-term relationships. Bad marketing is also when no one in your company owns this execution or the outcomes. If nobody owns the execution of the outcomes, who is ultimately responsible and who's going to make sure the stuff gets done the right way? This is where I get wicked frustrated is that the messages or the way that you're trying to attract me is really freaking annoying because you're not attracting me. You're screaming who you are to me instead of wanting to listen to me. Absolutely. Bad marketing is when you create a sea of sameness name for yourself in the industry. So some marketing just screams, I'm no different than anybody else. And that's bad marketing. You know, advisors, Kirk, always say to us, you know, I'm the best kept secret in my area. And then when we ask them what they do, they say, oh, well, I work with retired people, right? So that's the sort of language that we help people correct and focus so that they have a much clearer, much more positive non-sea of sameness message. Now, here's one that happens every time you as an advisor goes to a conference, whether it's virtually like we live in now, or uh, when you go back to like big broker dealer conferences, due diligence conferences, which you're in a constant state of searching for the next big idea because what you touch loses effectiveness or you don't give it time to really work. You need to keep a long-term plan long enough to truly experience the benefits of any marketing. Because remember, marketing isn't sales. Marketing is a long-term strategy to build and position yourself in the marketplace. And the next, you know, bad marketing, what does bad marketing look like kind of builds on that. And that is that you're focused on short-term gains. And if you're always on short-term gains, What's next? Like, how is this stuff going to build? It, it doesn't, it's not connected and it doesn't know how to. Which also gives you the short-term ROI, right? Real marketing doesn't necessarily have an A plus B equals C equation. Sometimes some of the best marketing will help you with client retention, with being more referable instead of, well, I spent $10,000. That means I need to make $22,000. That's not good marketing. That's bad marketing. Now, good marketing, we're going to switch here. So that was bad marketing. Now we're going to go to good marketing and then we're going to go to great marketing. So this one, good marketing is, of course, good for your business. And good marketing takes time and requires a little bit of effort, but there aren't shortcuts. It builds your credibility. And the best part about it is the basis for building trust. And if we just had advisors, Kirk, go from bad marketing to good marketing, they would be so much better off. So let's talk about what some of the good marketing things are. Then we'll get to great. Yeah. So the first one is have a clear audience. When you know who you're going to work with, then they know who you serve. And the best way to do that isn't saying, hey, I only work with people who have between a million and $5 million. It's coming up with, you know, what are the challenges that they face that are unique to them? How are they feeling? Where are they at? It's, it's those other things. So when you have a clear audience, you're moving towards being good at marketing. You also need to have clear benefits, right? What are the benefits of working with you? Do you have a way to clearly and succinctly communicate what you do and why it benefits the person? Yeah, and does your story mesh with, with those benefits in that clear audience? Does the story you tell separate you, differentiate you, endear them, things like that? 
I think I stole your word there. You love that word. I love that word. Yeah. So, you know, does it endear? And the next one is kind of along the same lines. So I'll let you take it. Well, in, in not just being endearing, but also having empathy for what the people that you really care about are going through. And I love that so much. I, I love when good marketing happens and people are like, oh my God, this person really truly understands what I'm going through and communicates it to me in a way that is understandable in my language as being part of that niche. If your message is consistent and your audience can build, you can build more rapport with them and they'll know that you're there for the long term. If it's changing all the time, then they don't know who you really focus on. You're you're killing your credibility when you say, I work with this. And then next week or next month, you're, I work with this or next quarter, whatever happens to be. It doesn't mean you can't work with different audiences, but we got to be clear about who you work with and who you help on a consistent basis. Now, the next one on good marketing is consistent execution. And we really recommend that you walk before you run here. And that's really what happens a lot of time. And you and I've talked about this on previous podcasts that, you know, it's the first of the year you need to lose 30 pounds. So you go to the gym and your trainer kicks your butt and then you don't work out again because you took on too much too fast. Marketing can be the same way. You know, start off by doing something slow and then be consistent and then add more and more to it. And that way your execution will be consistent over time. Time because it's really hard to unring those bells. Yeah. So it's, at this point, it's pretty obvious we're just turning the negatives into positives, right? But we still want to you know, reinforce what we went over. So good marketing is having a clear marketing mindset. So if you know exactly you know, the path, the marketing path for two, three, five years down the road, maybe even 10 years, that's going to that's gonna keep you really focused and do the right things. You're going to stay with things for the right reasons because you know the long-term value of it or the, even the midterm value of it. And you have that right marketing mindset. You can define a strategy that's going to carry your business forward, your marketing forward. And you have to have that if you want to have good marketing. You know, Kirk, on one of the other podcasts here at Top Advisor Marketing, I, I interviewed a guy who does story brand. And it's very interesting because that really has to do with this next one is if you don't have the right marketing mindset and a defined strategy, but you also don't have a clear purpose for what your tactics are and how you're communicating what makes you unique and different, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. So a lot of times before you ever turn on the good marketing switch, there's some foundational things that you need to do in order to build a strong marketing infrastructure on a strong foundation. Absolutely. The next sign of good marketing is that you're focused on educating and building credibility. When you can do that, it's very powerful. It's very endearing. Jeez, use that word again. And people will understand how committed you are. They'll understand how much of an expert you are. And that's a huge part of being good at marketing. What about relationships? Like we use the word leads and, you know, that's what a lot of people have. But we truly want people to have the long-term relationships. What does that look like? What does a long-term relationship mean for you? Does that mean that they're paying you a, a financial planning fee every year? And, and it really can start with your dollars to donuts here. That's what you want to focus on. And then you back it up and say, okay, how do I build a relationship built off of the products and services that I offer? Yeah. And relationships, you know, to move from lead generation to relationship generation is about it being on their terms. So remember... You want to do what's right for them when they need it. And if you're the one that's there all the time and you've built a relationship, you're the one they're more likely to contact when they need help, right? Whether they're a client and something happens, there's you know an inheritance or an event, even if it's not related, directly related to financial planning, you're going to get the call. I love talking to advisors who say, I got a call on a Sunday night, eight o'clock, you know, um, my client's 
you know, daughter was getting, youngest daughter was getting married. He was crying. He was, mm. and all he could think about was whether or not he could help her, you know, buy her house and he have enough money and he was having an anxiety attack and, and I was able to get him focused and he ended up being able to enjoy his daughter's wedding. Yeah. And he said, I, I was so pleased that I was the person he called going through that because mm. I helped him focus on a pretty wonderful milestone in his life and a pretty cool thing to happen, but you know, it can be clients and you can have, you know, but building relationships and allowing them to happen and giving people their own time doing their terms is a huge part of being great at marketing or good at marketing. Mm -hmm. Actually, starts to take you into great if you yeah, pay totally. attention to the next slide. Yeah. yeah. Well, why don't you take the next thought? When one person or team um, owns the execution and outcomes, your marketing is likely to be much more successful. If there's different people doing different things and there's no one connected at the top overseeing them, or if it's you, the advisor, connecting them and holding them accountable, um, which maybe you don't have time to do well. So you got to make sure that you know, have the right who's going to do what and who's responsible for it. They can build out a team with small accountabilities, but ultimately somebody has to be responsible for what your marketing does and the path that you're on. And that's good marketing. We're going to use the word endear again here, and I'm going to break it down just a little bit more. One of the reasons why we love podcasting so much as, a, as our entry point, as our medium, our foundation for marketing, is because it's very intimate. People are listening to your thought leadership and your podcast in their downtime, their quiet time, usually at home, which in turn makes people be very endeared to you. You know, Kirk, I was at a conference before everything got shut down. And a guy came up to me and I was talking to another advisor and he was just kind of staring at me and I was trying to figure out what was going on. And, and, and he walked over and he said, you know, I feel like I know you already. And I was like, well, awesome, dude. You know, how do you do that? He's like, I listen to every one of your podcasts. You know, I, I feel like you and I already have a relationship. And I just stopped and I was like, holy crap, Kirk and I talk about that all the time. And here's living proof. This guy standing in front of me who is reacting the exact same way that we know our advisors want their clients and prospects and centers of influence to view them as that thought leader, as somebody who's given so much. When you give so much of your thought leadership to the public for free, it's wildly endearing. How often does your marketing make you feel good like that? Like you're making a difference, like you're connecting with people. It's not about like how many, you know, views. It's just that this is more of a, you know, I really connect. What I'm doing is connecting with people. That's, that's, motivating, right? Well, Gives dude, it fuel to continue and to keep you in a good job. Dude, I never marketed like this until I met you. Like I always, I, I was bad marketing. Uh, well, I mean, I, I was between good and bad, but because I've focused so much over the last, you know, two and a half, three years with you, I never would have felt that way. You know what I mean? I never would have had that interaction if you wouldn't have taught me to give away absolutely everything you can possibly give away and build those long-term relationships with that attract, intrigue, engage, and influence philosophy that you've brought to our marketplace. So, dude, I, I know I know you love when I compliment you, but but it really is. It has been a very life-changing thing. I love coming to work. I love being behind the microphone. I love the way that we market because it's something I'm passionate about, and it's something that brings me joy. And as an advisor, you should think about that. How could you market that would bring you joy? Answer that question and then you go from good to great. But we're not done with good yet. So, so keep yeah, going. But, but good. think about the the reality of somebody who's experienced your lead generation marketing versus somebody who's ex experienced your relationship yeah. generation marketing. Yeah. The experiences they have with you. Oh, yeah, yeah, Matt. I mean, he's, he's, he's a good guy. How'd you meet him? Oh, I... I I downloaded his, you know, I read his book and then I went to a meeting with him. You know, he asked me to come to a meeting 
versus, yeah, I've been listening to his podcast for years and mm-hmm. um, he's always there answering questions. He's been an incredible resource. And one day I realized that there, I, you know, nobody's been around, you know, helping me out this long and, you know, they're just there whenever I need them. And, and that's exactly, it was like that before I, I started working with them. And it's exactly like that now that I'm, you know, I'm actually a client of theirs. Mm-hmm. I mean, the reality of how people experience you is part of your brand, right? So do you, what, what kind of brand do you want to be transactional, move through our system quickly experience, or you want to be uh, on your terms? We were always there for you, you know, that kind of thinking. So that's a huge part of building a reputable name in your industry is being known for all the right reasons, even how you market, not just how you work with them, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. All right. You got the next one. So you were bought into a long-term strategy and you stick with it. When you stay focused on that longer-term strategy, which can be have success, obviously, short-term, midterm too, but that strategy really defines good marketing. It's starting to borderline on great marketing as we go down here, but we'll get to the great marketing in a sec. The next one is you you can create more value within your niche because you're hyper-focused and you know that the majority of the other advisors aren't. Just having that focus within your niche is absolutely crazy powerful because other advisors are, are chasing the next shiny thing. Absolutely. And when you focus on building momentum over time, that's like, it's kind of like the same idea as compound investing, it just gets bigger and bigger. And you understand the direct and indirect benefits of good marketing, and you can stay with it, that momentum building focus, that's a huge impact on being good at marketing. I was just in a sales call uh, very recently with this last one, and uh, they were asking me about, you know, our marketing techniques and I went through some things and he said, you know what, Matt, I just had an epiphany. And I was like, oh, wow, you know have an epiphany on a sales call. It's freaking awesome, right? And he goes, you know what the real ROI on all of this is? He said, the real ROI is keeping my clients happy and communicating with them in a proactive manner. And I was like, dude, I should have recorded that because that was freaking awesome. But that's the big thing here is good marketing keeps you top of mind with your clients and centers of influence and even people who might have come to a seminar six years ago, but they've just basically stayed in touch with you because you're continuing to give and give and give. Okay, so we we talked about bad marketing. Now we're talking about good marketing. Walk us through how you can make that transition into great marketing, please. Truthfully, if you do everything in the good marketing section and you consistently do that year to year, that's when great marketing emerges. So good marketing is great marketing done over years where you can start you know, leveraging the results or putting your plate yourself in a position to be able to leverage results because you just stuck with the good stuff. And that's what great marketing is. It's good marketing done over many years, right? And that execution, that commitment, that focus, that alignment, it's, it's a wonderful place to be, but don't think that you can be great in one or two years. I mean, you can have results there, but to make it great, you got to be doing it for longer right? Michael Kitsis, Joshua Brown, you know, I mean, we're having success with what we're doing right now, but I can't imagine what it's going to be like in five years or three years from now when we hit the five-year mark. We'll be in a way different place because we keep doing the right things all the time. And you should absolutely be able to do that for yourself. And we want everybody to understand too, that Kirk and I are fiercely entrepreneurial and we're not the most patient people in the world, 
But with the success that we've had, only really doing this for, what, two and a half, three years, it's going to be unbelievable, you know, because of the momentum that we're building. And, and we do feel that we've expedited the process because of our, our technique here, because I'm just going to go ahead and jump right into the first thing of great marketing, which is know your audience. We, Michael, you know, a lot of the other people who do really, really good marketing within financial services, we know our audience. Kirk just gave me another worksheet that he just recently did on who our ideal client is. We're always looking at that. We're always just honing that as much as we can because we want to know our audience. We want to make sure that we're very, very clear on who we work with. And if I am not your ideal client, right, please stop sending me stuff because I'm not going to become your ideal client. We feel the same way. You know, when we're working with our ideal clients, which are generally, you know, financial planners who have been in business for a long time and who truly have a niche. And that's a very gross generalization of who we work with, but at least it's some clarity for those of you who are listening. We don't want to work with people or we don't have the same success with people who want transactional relationships. It's just not how our system works because you're really truly looking at, you know, just trying to get the next win when we're talking about the long-term wins. But anyway, you really truly have to know your audience to have great, great marketing. And the more specific you can be, the better you'll be. Yeah. So, you know, if we can agree on making a better effort with our marketing, it's really these seven things. I'll go through these quick because they're, they're they're redundant. But you know, know your audience. What Matt just said. Focus on starting them building a relationship and be prepared to slowly build. Right. Let them do it on their terms. Stop trying to close a sale in one message or campaign. It doesn't work that way if you want to get the right kind of people in your business. Um, stop abusing social media and, and email just because you can't. Right. Think before you send. You know. Start conversations. Be generous with your expertise, things like that. Number five is send me value, not sales chatter. You know, send send information that positions you as an expert, stuff that adds value to their world, that informs them, educates them, is easy to consume, right? Don't get too technical, things like that. But if you can send in value and not sales copy, that's really important. Number six is consider the value of retention referrals, the indirect benefits that you get from it. That'll drive you and fuel you to stay connected to it. Um, you're not always going to have particularly, you know, right away in the first three to six months, you're not going to always have the immediate kickbacks, unless of course, you're building a lot of hype around your podcast and your and your and or your video and stuff like that, you can certainly in times like this, you can have quick results, because not enough advisors have a communication system for their clients. So if you had that communication system, you had a distinct advantage over a lot of other uh, of your competitors. So consider the retention and in referrals, obviously, is number six, and it's a big important one. And number seven is think to build long-term success. So think about building long-term success, use that as alignment for everything that you do. And that'll have a huge impact on you going from bad to good to great marketing. Now, Kirk, thank you very much. That was that was a great, great summary here. And I want to just throw out some examples, if, if you don't mind, of people we know who are truly not just great at marketing, but also offer great marketing services. So Robert Sophia, Snappy Kraken, you guys all probably have heard of him. He has an unbelievable product. Samantha Russell uh, with 20 over 10, they have a new thing called Lead Pilot. That thing is amazing. Laura Gardfield and her her partner Sharon, who do Idea Decanter, which they, they help you create amazing video. Adri Miller-Heckman, if you want to focus on women. Um, Brad Swinehart from White Glove. Man, talk about some good marketing there. Uh, Luke Cree, um, they have, oh my gosh, 
the best print and relationship building marketing stuff from from a from a hard yeah, lifestyle marketing. Yeah, lifestyle marketing. Thank you, thank you, thank yeah. you. Marie Swift, you know, great with marketing and PR and branding. Rebecca Hourhand, who does if you're in the 401k market, she's the best of the best. And if you really want to nail your email, Emily McGuire from Flourish and Grit. Did I miss anybody, Kirk? Yeah, Patrick Brewer at Model FA, and there's um, there's more people that we're hopefully you know meeting all the time that we can add to this list. But there's yeah. lots of wonderful, good, authentic marketers that can help you move forward, and those are just some of our friends. And not only are they our friends, but they do really, really good work. We all know as marketers, everybody, that, you know what, Kirk and I might not be the right fit for you, but we want you to become a top advisor by doing great marketing. And if we can just convince you as our listener to take a little bit of your money every single solitary year, hire some of these people to help you bring your marketing from bad to great, everything changes for you. You will not only have a better quality of life, you'll have a more profitable business and you'll enjoy being at work that much more. So if you have not subscribed yeah. to the podcast, make sure you click that subscribe now button below. And if you have anybody who you think would be a great guest on the show, who's in financial services, especially from a marketing perspective, please make sure you email me at matt at top advisor M. And if you know somebody who is doing bad marketing and really you should help them move to great marketing, this podcast is really easy to share with them by clicking the share button. So for Kirk Lowe, this is Matt Halloran, and we'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon. Are you ready to change the way you communicate with your clients? Are you tired of being the best kept secret in your area? Learn how to become a prolific online influencer, attract more ideal clients, and grow your business. Contact us today and see what the power of podcasting can do for your business. Click on the Contact Us link on our website at topadvisormarketing.com and set up a call to learn more. Follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook for more updates and information. This was brought to you by iris.xyz, a platform helping financial professionals become better in business and life through new media and new voices. Visit them and learn more at iris.xyz.